Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to watch this interview with Mark Chipman. This is part one of my conversation with him. Part two will be coming out shortly after this. In this part here, Mark talks about a few different things that are really fantastic in regards to leadership development. First of all, he talks about leadership not being a rank. Of course, lots of us know that, but hearing him talk about it adds an interesting perspective. He talks about the circumstances from the last 11 months and how it's affected leadership in the world that we're in today. And he also talks about the leadership potential in all of us. So stay tuned and enjoy. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you to this episode of The 10-Minute Leader. I'm here with a very special guest. His name is Mark Chipman. And those of you who've been watching these episodes of The 10-Minute Leader, you know that I've been able to connect with a lot of different leaders because I am a firm believer that uh, during times of challenge or any time that leadership is one of the key factors in anyone in any organization being able to move forward. And so that's why I'm excited to have Mark Chipman here. For those of you who don't know who he is, he is probably best known as the chairman of True North Sports and Entertainment, which owns the Winnipeg Jets and Belt MTS Place in Winnipeg, Manitoba. He is also the team's governor and currently a member of the NHL Board of Governors Executive Committee. He has a business interest in the world of the automotive industry, automobile dealers, as well as real estate. He's received a number of awards and accolades for his community involvement and also within business. One such recognition and had him join the Order of Manitoba in 2012. He holds a law degree from the University of North Dakota. He is married with three daughters. Mark, thank you so much for joining the 10 Minute Leader. Was there anything I missed that you wanted to highlight about who you are? Uh, that, was, that was pretty comprehensive. <laughs> so I think you covered it, Ben. Good. Well, as I was saying, what I've been doing in these kind of podcasts, I guess we could call them, is I'm connecting with a lot of different leaders and hearing from them and kind of hearing some of their journey and and kind of some of the things that they've been learning or been challenged in. So I have these five questions. I sent some of them to you ahead of time. And let's just jump right in and I'll start asking some of them to you and hear some of your wisdom. Sounds good. Okay. So when you think of leaders today, what kind of burning issues do you think or challenges are out there for leaders to come to grips with and overcome? Well, I'm not sure they're any different today. I mean, than they ever really have been. I would be of the view that, first of all, leadership really is, it's not a rank necessarily. Mm -hmm. I'm uncomfortable with the notion of leadership being a rank. That means sure. ipso facto that everybody else is a follower. And, and mm -hmm. I think what I learned early in my study of leadership, which I was kind of forced into doing mm -hmm. at an earlier age, is that it, you know, leadership really is a personal skill set. And, and what I mean by that is the most effective leaders that I've ever encountered lead their own life, first and foremost, right? That have a real good sense of their purpose and are very aligned with that purpose. I think you have to be able to lead your own life. And therefore, I think we're all leaders or have in a perfect world, we're all have that mindset. So I don't know that there, I would say maybe the circumstances that we found ourselves in over the past, what, 11 months now, right. have revealed people's leadership abilities or mm. maybe lack thereof. Right. But I don't know that, you know, I still think that the fundamental principles that underpin human interaction, they're timeless, they're objective realities, they're sure. self-evident truths. And leaders have a grasp of that, irrespective right. of where, whether you agree what the source of those principles are, leaders have a grasp of that and then when you're thrust into the circumstances that we've been in i think it just either reveals the extent of people's personal leadership skill set and therefore their ability to lead others right i heard it once said that when the tide goes out that's when you see who's not wearing a swimsuit you know that's an, i haven't heard but that's a real good one i've heard when the tide goes out you see where the rocks are but i like that one that's good <laughs> kind of we get revealed for who we really are sometimes yes. right and yes yeah. and not that leaders always have it together 
we sometimes, you know, fumble along and we make a bunch of mistakes and that's part of leadership as well, of course, too. So yeah, acknowledging your shortcomings, you know, when you fumble and having the humility to do that. Right. Not always easy to do, but such a valuable principle to, to apply for sure. It, it is for sure. Yeah. So let me follow up a little bit deeper on that. So when you think of characteristics of leadership, you talked about some principles already of leaders across industries, because you've worked in lots of different industries. I mean, of course, Winnipeg Jets, so you work with a lot of leaders in the world of sports and the world of hockey, but you've also worked, of course, in the business world and other community events. What are some of the characteristics that those leaders who do really well in those environments share, no matter what industry they're in, anything beyond what you've already shared? I mean, the first one that comes to mind immediately would be humility and or selflessness, right? Sure. That true leadership is service, right? When you have the humility to get up in the morning and subrogate your own personal self-interest mm -hmm. to that of a greater good or a greater organization. You know what? When I think about the great leaders that I've experienced in my life, whether they were coaches or whether it was my father or people that I've just had the privilege of working alongside, mm. there was always a deeply embedded sense of humility and you couldn't fake it. You can't fake that. You know, some people right. try and I think yeah. books have been written. You know, I think Dale Carnegie once upon a time wrote a book that, that was more tactical in its suggestions of leadership, sure. you know, ask people questions about themselves so that they, you appear to be interested, right? Mm. Yeah. That's tactical. Right. That doesn't come from a place of real selflessness. And I think, thankfully, the world of leadership learning has evolved a great deal since those early right. teachings. Right. But I would say humility, selflessness is would be the common denominator of great leadership. Right. Such a good one. And I think that whole people can read through that, right? The inauthenticity. If people aren't authentic, they, it just shines through. People know. It, it does. It may not right away, but ultimately it will reveal itself. Right. Yeah. So good. Thank you for sharing those thoughts. One of the things that I've been doing some thinking about recently, the idea of leadership and legacy, right? Kind of the, the impact we leave behind us as leaders. When you think of combining leadership and legacy, what comes to mind for you? Well, I think that whatever it was you took upon as yourself, as your vocation, that you left the people around you in a better place. Because ultimately that, I think, is what leadership really does. Right. I read this. This is not original thought, but I read this once and I, I sort of have it captured in my daily planner, so I'm reminded of it. Like leadership is the ability to communicate to people their worth and potential so clearly, powerfully, authentically, right? Not in a false way. And sure. so consistently that they come to see it in themselves. Mm -hmm. And as a result, it sets in motion a process of seeing, doing, and becoming. In other right. words, leaders create leaders, right? right? By just consistently communicating worth and potential, whether it's mm -hmm. to your kids, your peers, you know, people even that you report to. That pathway of communication can go in every direction. That's right. leadership that you're creating leaders around you by authentically and genuinely reminding them of their worth and their potential. Right, and everyone has their own unique talents, their own unique strengths, their own unique best that you can draw from them, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, that's good. And I like that you highlighted the role even as parents with kids, right? Because sometimes we forget that one of the best ways that we can be a leader is building the best into our kids and helping them to see the best chance that they have to be who they are. Right. And that's huge. I think so. I mean, I think sometimes we take that for granted, right? Yeah. We might be better at this in our work environment than we are at home. Maybe, yeah. you know, I, I'd have to confess that that probably was 
the case for me. It's only been in recent years where I've been more intentional about conveying that value and worth authentically. And I think, again, if it comes from a, a real place, it can have remarkable outcome. Mm, yeah, I really appreciate that. And thank you for sharing that and being authentic in this call here too. Appreciate that. I hope you enjoyed part one of the interview with Mark Chipman. Part two is coming out shortly where Mark talks about the greatest challenge that he has had in his own leadership, as well as a few other interesting answer system questions I asked him. And then of course, the surprise question that I ask all my interviewees about leadership. So tune in to part two when that one comes out.